Welcome to the latest episode of the Edgar Rice Burroughs mini podcast. These short podcasts are meant to supplement the full-length episodes that I do with Scott Stewart and Jess Terrell, in which we generally talk about one of Edgar Rice Burroughs books in detail. My name is Tim DeForest. I'm the author of several books about what I call pre-digital pop culture, things like the pulp magazines that Burroughs was published in, old-time radio, classic comic books, old uh, B-movies, and so on. And I keep a blog about such things at comics, old-time radio, and other cool stuff. Right now, we're using the mini-podcast to do a chapter-by-chapter summary of the 1912 novel A Princess of Mars. Please note that we will be including spoilers both in, uh, regarding the chapter that we're discussing today and for the rest of the book and possibly for other books in the series. I would also recommend that you reread today's chapter before listening to the podcast, as I will be assuming that you are familiar with the events we are discussing. Today we're going to be looking at chapter 23 and chapter 24. And the 23rd chapter, I have to say, is one of my favorite chapters, being packed with a lot of great action that rapidly advances the plot. First, John Carter has to jump across some rooftops to get to Kantos Khan. Kantos Khan is pretty awesome in that he volunteers to kill Sab Than himself, releasing Deja from her engagement and leaving John Carter the right to propose to her himself. So they come up with a plan that requires several layers. From here on out, the chapter is nonstop action with each step of the plan providing excitement and tension. John Carter's climb to the airship platform and his subduing the guard demonstrates both his skill as a warrior and his intelligent intelligent ability to improvise. And dangling the unconscious guard over the edge of the roof so he won't be seen until morning is just brilliant. Then, as Kantos Khan flies off on his mission to assassinate Saab Thon, John Carter becomes the object of an airborne chase scene. That's another wonderful action set piece. The destruction of the compass is a great way to toss another obstacle in his way and arrange for him to team up with Tars Tarkas once again. And as much as I enjoy chapter 23, though, chapter 24 is literally made of pure awesome with an awesome filling and awesome sprinkles on top. We start with a large-scale battle between the Tharks and the Warhounds. This, of course, is one of the reasons the Warhounds were introduced as villains earlier. John Carter saves Tars Tarkas, cementing one of the greatest friendships in literature, as we soon have as as we soon after sees Tars Tarkas's willingness to sacrifice himself to save John Carter. Carter is reunited with Willa. Tars Tarkas learns who betrayed his love years before, and administers justice to Sarkoja without breaking the taboo on killing women. John Carter gives yet another riveting speech, forcing the evil Tal Hajis to get fight Tars Tarkas. Tars then proving to be a great statesman. Uh, Tars then proves to be a great statesman. I love how he does, uh, how he lists the legitimate reasons for why an alliance with Helium would be beneficial, but then his fellow Tharks jump off the idea primarily because they will get a lot of loot if they conquer Zodanga. That statesmanship is further demonstrated when he convinces other hordes to join the Tharks, forming a, uh, the largest army of green Martians ever known. John Carter's tactical genius is on display at the gates of, into Zodanga as he comes up with the human pyramid idea to get over the wall and open one of the gates. And his distribution of a small force to take over the larger gates and let in the horde is another tactically sound move. If I were to pick one chapter out of ERB's books, 
to demonstrate why he can be called the greatest storyteller of the 20th century? I think it would be this one. Action, riveting dialogue, characterization, and advancement of the plot are all mixed together in perfect synergy. And we end this chapter with the battle for Zodanga ready to begin, and without knowing if Kantos Khan has been successful in killing Sab Than. That's it for now. Once again, my name is Tim DeForest. Please visit my blog at Comics Old Time Radio and other cool stuff. You'll also be able to find links to my Amazon.com author page there. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with another uh, mini podcast soon. And keep an ear out also for our full-length episodes.